Hey, it's me again. <laughs> I was always wanting to open something by saying that. <laughs> Hope I didn't ruin it by saying that right. But I am recording today um, from the bathtub. This has been like this winter. It's been my spot. <laughs> so I thought, why not? Why not do it here? Um, so you might hear some water in the background. It's me moving. And of course, I'm going to ask you if I can read you something. So if you are in the mood, maybe you'll push pause and find a more comfortable seat. Or you can take a long pause and draw yourself a bath. I don't know. I know it's spring, but it's okay if you're still in your winter spot. I am. And uh, yeah, so... Today, I brought a stack of books in here with me. I'm going to drop some titles because um, I think that's what I should do uh, to let you know kind of where I'm at, like what I've been thinking about. <laughs> Can you hear me? Move up from the bath, right? All right, so I'm going to give some titles. Uh, two of them are anthologies, so I don't, I'm not going to say all the authors there, you know? Um, so the first one is The Care Manifesto, um, The Politics of Interdependence. This book, uh, got me through 2020 and 2021. Um, it really like introduced me to the idea of, uh, just really centering reciprocal care in my life and how I could do that, um, yeah, with the land that I'm on, with you know, not just humans, but, you know, all beings and, um, yeah. And like just really reconsidering how to be in relationship with one another. So that book really got me through, it really framed a lot of my, uh, thesis and, um, it still continues, uh, to do that. And I wish you could see it. I have so many fucking post-it notes in there, but the post-it note that I find most interesting, okay. Cause most of them are like me tagging, you know, color coding, so I enter them in Notion, you know, one of those, one of those girls, um, but <laughs> there's a green, it's a Kelly green post-it that's in there, and all it says is boys to men in Spanish, so, yeah, that's a no I left for myself, I'm not sure, so maybe after this I'm gonna listen to some boys to men, but the second one is still brave, um, this is actually one of the first, um, books that I read in, in undergrad that just like transformed a lot for me. Um, if you don't have it, you should get it, but I think you'll have to buy it secondhand because it's not in print. But yeah, Still Brave, The Evolution of Black Women's Studies, also an anthology. Um, yeah, those two. And that, of course, shaped everything I've done <laughs> since I read it. Um, but the one that I've been... I just revisited, I just reread a couple of Saturdays ago actually. Um is All About Love by Bell Hooks. Um have been recommending it a lot lately and also just really the feedback from folks that have recently read it or recently reread it. Um and yeah, so I'm gonna read something from there, but I'm not really sure what <laughs> I didn't really prepare. 
which thing, but I've read it so many times. There's different highlights. Um, there's like an orange highlight, highlighted uh, section. There is also um, lots of ball, black ballpoint pen. I, no blue, no no blue. I can't. I just don't like blue in in books. But anyways, um, so I'm gonna read something that I highlighted, and I think that's just gonna be the thing that is read today. Um, but I've just been thinking a lot about uh, this past six-ish months. I've been working with my sacral chakra a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, um, and thinking about desire and curiosity and how that shows up in my relationships um and also just been really trying really hard to deepen the relationships i'm already in um you know i've moved a bunch so starting new friendships um was a priority and, and now that i moved here i've been like uh, i really want to nourish you know these long-standing relationships so if you are listening to this you you know you're probably part of that um you know, both of those things. I don't know. I feel in relationship um, with a lot of folks right now, but um, that's kind of the nature of <laughs> when your work is rooted in community care, communal care, movement, and all that. So to honor that, let's, let's do a little breath together. Let's just move the breath. Um, maybe you've already gotten comfortable. And sit up just a little bit. So maybe you do that too. Stack your shoulders above your hips. Crown of the head reaches towards the ceiling. Um, if something else feels more supportive in this moment, please do that. Um, the other thing is I'm, I am cueing for breath that's sitting up. So if you're laying down, it may not feel the same for you. So I just want to make note of that. Maybe you just bring awareness to your breath here. Okay, so settle in. Begin to notice the surface below you. If you really want to start to tune in to that feeling of touch, that sensation, maybe you soften the gaze. Looking at the very tip of your nose. And maybe you even close the eyes. Softly, inhale, and exhale through the mouth. Maybe you feel the shoulders come away from the ears. Maybe you wiggle the jaw just a little bit, dropping the tongue to the back of the teeth. Inhale, feel tall, sit a little taller maybe if that feels okay. Take up some space. Open the mouth, exhale. Maybe you notice any tension between the eyes, maybe the frown line, right? Maybe you can release there. Maybe there's some place else you want to invite to soften. Maybe doing so without judgment. Sending some kindness to those places. And if something feels good, maybe you can soak that in a little here now too. 
No worries about naming it. Just want to check in with the body and just see if there's anything that it's asking for. And um, yeah, I'm just going to cue one full round of cleansing breath. And we'll do that together. So you'll finish your exhale here, pushing out the air through the mouth. Begin to inhale through the nose, filling up that belly, filling up your heart, your throat, zipping in at the top. Open the mouth, exhale. Maybe let some sound out. Gonna give a little space here if it feels okay. Maybe you'll take a few cleansing breaths on your own. Or maybe you'll just return to the natural rhythm of your breath here. Just taking note. here in your seat, in your bath, in your bed. Begin to bring awareness back into the body. Maybe wiggle the fingers or toes. Maybe roll the wrist. Maybe on the exhale, you'll tuck the chin into the chest. Feeling a stretch along the back side of your neck. That feels okay. Inhale, chin lifts. So that way it's almost parallel to the earth. And slowly you can blink the eyes open if that feels okay to return to the space. Or maybe you're here with me. Settling. Keeping the eyes closed. Knowing you can change your mind, your position, anytime. Maybe like me, you need a little bit of water. <laughs> I'm pretty dehydrated, so it might not be my only water break. So I'm going to put the phone down, picking up the book. <laughs> I have this with me at work. And Cassie was like, this book looks uh, well read. <laughs> um, and it is this paperback and has different color coded uh, tabs than my other books. But um, lots of highlights. So I, I really do like this book. I like to recommend it to people who ask for self-help books. Um, I'm not a huge self-help book person. Um, but this one feels more like an invitation. It feels like, ah, just like this, like an invitation to, um, love, <laughs> like just love, let yourself love, um, kind of trailing off, uh, for a second there. But, um, I open this page. I'm going to tell you, this is the third time I've opened to this page. So this is. <laughs> this is what we're reading. So this is from the chapter 
uh, chapter 10 titled Romance, Sweet Love. So y'all already knew <laughs> when you listen to a recording from a Libra how that might go. So I'm going to read here. If you're in the book, I have the one with the black cover and the butterflies. I know it's exclusive. Um, but uh, page 182 is where we're at. So um, if you have the red copy, I'm not sure what page. But the beginning of the chapter, um, I'm going to start at the top, first paragraph. All right, one more sip of water. <laughs> this closer to me. Hope you can still hear me. <laughs> True love is different from the love that is rooted in basic care, goodwill, and just plain old everyday attraction. We are continually attracted to folks. We like their style, the way they think, the way they look, etc. Whom we know that, given a chance, we could love in a heartbeat. In his insightful book, Love and Awakening, Discovering the Sacred Path of Intimate Relationship, John Wellwood makes a useful distinction between this type of attraction, familiar to us all, which he calls a heart connection, and another type he calls a soul connection. Okay, here's how he defines it. A soul connection is a resonance between two people who respond to the central beauty of each other's individual natures behind their facades and who connect on a deeper level. This kind of mutual recognition provides the catalyst for a potent alchemy it is a sacred alliance whose purpose is to help both partners discover and realize their deepest potentials. While a heart connection lets us appreciate those we love just as they are, a soul connection opens up a further dimension, seeing and loving them for who they could be and for who we could become under their influence. Making a heart connection with someone is usually not a difficult process. Throughout our lives, we meet lots of people whom we feel that special click, you know, that could take us on the path of love. But this click is not the same as a soul connection. Often a deeper bonding with another person, a soul connection, happens whether we will it to be so or not. Indeed, sometimes we are drawn towards someone without knowing why, even when we do not desire contact. In all cases where individuals felt that they had known true love, everyone testified that the bonding was not easy or simple. To many folks, this seems confusing precisely because our fantasy of true love is that it will be just that simple and easy. Usually we imagine that true love will be intensely pleasurable and romantic, full of love and light. In truth, true love is all about work. 
The essence of true love is mutual recognition, two individuals seeing each other as they really are. We all know that the usual approach to meet someone we like and put our best self forward, or even at times a false self, one we believe will be more appealing to the person we want to attract. When our real self appears in its entirety, when the good behavior becomes too much to maintain or the masks are taken away, disappointment comes. All too often, individuals feel after the fact, when feelings are hurt and hearts are broken, that it was a case of mistaken identity, that the loved one is a stranger. They saw what they wanted to see rather than what was really there. Hmm. True love is a different story. When it happens, individuals usually feel in touch with each other's core identity. Embarking on such a relationship is frightening, fret precisely because we feel there is no place to hide. We are known. All the ecstasy that we feel emerges as this love nurtures us and challenges us to grow and transform. Wow, describing true love. Eric Butterworth writes, True love is a peculiar kind of insight through which we see the wholeness which the person is, at the same time totally accepting the level on which he now expresses himself, without any delusion that the potential is a present reality. True love accepts a person who now is without qualification, but with a sincere and wavering commitment to help him achieve his goals of self unfoldment which we may see better than he does hmm. most of the time we think love just means accepting the other person as they are <sighs> who among us has not learned the hard way that we cannot change someone mold them make them into an ideal beloved we might want them to be yet when we commit to true love we are committed to being changed to being acted upon by the beloved in a way that enables us to be more fully self-actualized. This commitment to change is chosen. It happens by mutual agreement. Hmm. The heartbeat of true love is a willingness to reflect on one's actions and a process and communicate this reflection with the loved one. As Wellwood puts it, two beings who have a soul connection want to engage in a full, free-ranging dialogue and commune with each other as deeply as possible. Honesty and openness is always a foundation of insightful dialogue. Hmm. Choosing to be fully honest, to reveal ourselves is risky. The experience of true love gives us the courage to risk. As we are too afraid to risk, we cannot know love. Hmm. And to love fully and deeply puts us at risk. When we love, we are utterly changed.